Oh, my God. 
After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Erev Sukkis. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
I say it's time to be joyful. I say I say it's time to be thankful. I say I say it's time to build our sukkah. Oh, I say I say let's shake our loving. I say I say right with our Israel. I say I say it's time for Dalit Minim. Oh, hooray, hooray, let's go and build the sukkah. So we're very happy. Chag, Chag Sameach. I say, I say, it's time to be joyful. I say, I say, it's time to be thankful. I say, I say, it's time for decorations. Oh, I say, I say, let's shake and love it. I say, I say, right with our Israel. I say, I say, it's time for Dalit Minim. Oh. And the rubbles for me and you For that we are happy So we're very happy Hug, hug Sameach I say, I say, it's time to be joyful I say, I say, it's time to be thankful I say, I say, it's time to build our sukkah, oh. I say, I say, let's shake and love it. I say, I say, right with our Israel. I say, I say, it's time for Dalit Minim, oh. Hooray, hooray, let's go and build the sukkah. Make the brach aloud, that's what we do. 
Yeah, let's love, always a rule. I left the 
with your more than a prayer and someday very soon we'll turn and you'll be there as we've hoped and believed for so long can we teach a child to believe amidst the tangled in the AM. Mayor Sherman. A letter to Mashiach. Feel each word and then the tears and comfort us. 
JM in the AM. Monday morning, even though it feels like Friday morning. <laughs> Finally, it turns into Sunday yesterday, which nobody could believe because everyone thought Sunday was uh, was Friday <laughs> because Yom Kippur was Thursday. And now we wake up on a Monday morning and it feels like a Friday. Uh, with plenty to do on an Erev Yunta. I know a lot of people are heading to work today that I know. I can't imagine anyone's going to school. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Obviously, there's some schools that are open. So there will be people who will be uh, in class today. That's obvious. Uh, but a lot of people at work today, and it is an Erev Yom Tov on this Monday, September the 20th, day 14 in the month of Tishrei. Welcome to Sukkot 5782, which begins tonight. Hope your Erev Sukkot is going well. Candle lighting in New York, 636. 636 candle lighting in New York. We have a two-day Yontif coming up outside of Israel, Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday in Israel will be the first day of Chol HaMoed. Uh, so keep that in mind. Different schedule in Israel than we have here in the, uh, in the, in the diaspora. <laughs> Different schedule in the Holy Land than we have here in the diaspora. <laughs> Put it that way. A letter to Mashiach done by Mayor Sherman, Eitan Katz, and Hodu. Hoshana, that's Barry Weber and Ari Hill. Mendy Werdiger's Hoshana. Sukkis from Welcome Back Yom Tov. Asay Sukkot, or Asay Sukkis, done by Uncle Maishi. Masech Hashem, Mayor Sherman, with our Monday morning theme song. Yeah, I know, it's a short week. Um, and, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday, everybody. Again, it's Erev Sukkis, candle lighting 636 with 65 degrees. Sunny, then partly cloudy, and a high of 77. Clear tonight. Baruch Hashem will be able to eat in the sukkah without a problem and a low of 65. I hope the weather's good where you are and that you're able to eat in the sukkah tonight without any problem. And mostly cloudy for tomorrow with a high temperature of 77 degrees. That's the first day of Yom Tov. 86 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 65 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM and wish everybody a wonderful Sukkot 5782. Uh, uh, hope your Shabbos and your weekend went well. Yesterday, it seems, was a, a big day to prepare for the holiday. Hope you have your uh, Arba Minim. I hope you have your uh, Lulav Esrog and all the accoutrements, as we say, and that you're ready for a, a wonderful Yantif with the uh, Arba Minim. I hope your sukkah is built. Uh, enjoy the sukkah. And uh, enjoy the Yom Tov of Sukkot. And if you have an opportunity to spend it with family and friends, all the better. Um, all the better. Listener Tikva on the app says, Boker Tov, Chag Sukkot Sameach. Thank you, Tikva. Special regards to everybody in the Holy Land. Wishing everybody a wonderful holiday of Sukkot. Uh, we are off the air, obviously, tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday and Friday with Cholamoid editions of JM and the AM. Plus, uh, Sunday, Matis will have a Cholamoid JM Sunday. I will be back uh, Hoshana Rabba morning on Monday. But both of these weeks, Tuesday and Wednesday, we're off the air for the uh, observance of the holiday in Chutzlaaretz. The observance of the holiday in the diaspora. So keep that in mind. Later in this show... Rabbi Yitzchak Hiziger is going to join us. The book is called Powerful Moments, Stories to Ignite Your Spiritual Flame. Uh, 
That is coming up uh, 8 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time. Rabbi Yudin is going to speak to us about Sukkis later in the 8 o'clock hour. Harry Rothenberg in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, best regards and a Gemara Tov and a Chag Sameach to all of you from our wonderful sponsors, corporate sponsors that are part of our broadcasts all the time, and I can't thank them enough, including our friends at A&H, Seth Levin and Company, Abels and Hyman. I can only imagine how much, how many Abels and Hyman products will be consumed over the Yom Tov of Sukkot. Uh, if you haven't yet purchased your A&H, make sure to get to a uh, to a store that has it, has A&H products, and load up for the Yom Tov for the holiday with delicious A&H products, Abel's and Hyman. Uh, one of those stores is our friends at Aaron's, who, of course, extend greetings to everybody for a happy, healthy, sweet new year in a Gemara Tov. They are open today. Until close to Yontif, they are open Thursday and Friday. Uh, so you'll be able to get what you need for Shabbos Cholamoid as well. So keep that in mind as we uh, remind everybody to go to Aaron's Casino Farms on Casino Boulevard in Queens. Visit them on CasinoFarms.com. Again, the website is CasinoFarms.com. Um, also, a special shout-out from our friends at NCSY. NCSYGreatAdventure.com NCSYGreatAdventure.com Thursday Cholamoid is NCSY Day down at the Six Flags. NCSY Day is this coming Thursday at the Six Flags. And you are invited to participate and be there when uh, thousands of Jewish youth get together for an amazing and incredible Cholamoe Day at Six Flags. Now, you know what we've been asking people? We've been asking people to participate in our Tishrei Chesed campaign. There are a variety of ways to do it. There are so many people who do need something for Yom Tov, and you have until tonight to do it for them, whether it's financial or otherwise. That's part of our Tishrei Chesed campaign. But I also want to take this opportunity to um, I want to take this opportunity to remind everybody that if you go to ncsygreatadventure.com again ncsygreatadventure.com ncsygreatadventure.com click on the menu on the right head to the donate link and donate tickets for underprivileged families for single parents and their children that they can ad- enjoy a great adventure. They can enjoy a Cholomoy day down at Six Flags. Our friends at NCSY, meaning Rabbi Wialgis and his staff, will make sure that those um, that that appropriate families are chosen to um, take advantage of this offer and to be recipients of free tickets for the uh, for the Six Flags adventure this coming Thursday. So please go to ncsygreatadventure.com, participate in our Tishrei Cheshit campaign. In general, we're asking everybody to do nice things for people before the Yontif begins tonight. Maybe you want to send some flowers to different people. That's up to you. Um, a lot of different ways you can celebrate the Chag and uh, let people know that you're thinking of them. But one of the ways is to provide tickets to underprivileged families, to single parents and their children 
for the NCSY Six Flags trip this coming Thursday. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com, and to participate in that way, you'll be glad you did. It will add a wonderful element to your upcoming Yomtov. Uh, a reminder that... Um, a reminder that um, our friends at Art Scroll, and again, we're going to be speaking to Rabbi Hiesiger later. He's out with a brand new book. Our friends at Art Scroll have a promo code. It's called Promo Code Radio. Promo Code Radio. And when you use that promo code, you get a nice discount and you get free shipping. So every time you visit artscroll.com, whatever the purpose might be, Always use promo code radio. Every time you visit artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. And our friends at Artscroll extend wishes, greetings for a Gmar Simatova and a good yor to everybody in our fabulous audience. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSigl.com and then AlchemSigl Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Galli, it's on the background to our news from Israel coming up. 65 degrees, some sun and partly cloudy and a high of 77. Weather looks good for Sukkot tonight. Candle lighting in New York, 636. New York, 636. Galli, it's all Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JNM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, צהריים טובים באולפן גוני כהן עם מה שקורה עכשיו. חברת החיסונים פייזר הודיעה לפני זמן קצר כי על פי ניסוי שערכה החיסון נגד קורונה יעיל גם עבור ילדים בגילים חמש עד אחת עשרה. על פי תוצאות הניסוי, ההשפעה שנרשמה בקרב הילדים הייתה זהה לזו שנרשמה בקרב המתחסנים הבוגרים. פייזר הודיעה כי היא פועלת לקבלת אישור לחסן את הגילים הצעירים בהקדם. ידיעה שהעבירה כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרה וולברג. פרקליטות מחוז חיפה הגישה הבוקר כתב אישום נגד מורה לריקוד בן 29 מתל אביב בגין אינוס ועבירות מין חמורות בקטינה שבעבר הייתה תלמידתו בסטודיו. הוא מואשם גם במעשה מגונה בקטין נוסף, תלמיד אף הוא. על פי כתב האישום המורה, קיריל צ'ייקין, קשר קשר אישי עם המתלוננת נגדו, שהייתה אז בת 13, הזמין אותה לדירתו וביצע במעשים מגונים, בניגוד להסכמתה החופשית וחרף התנגדותה. ברוסיה שמונה הרוגים ותשע עשר פצועים באירוע ירי באוניברסיטה בעיר פרם היורה חוסל ונסיבות האירוע נחקרות. לפי הדיווחים היורה הוא סטודנט באוניברסיטה ופעל לבד ללא מניע דתי או פוליטי ולא השתייך לקבוצות בדלניות. בעדויות שפורסמו בכלי התקשורת השונים נראו התלמידים ואנשי הצוות קופצים מהחלונות במהלך האירוע. ידיעה שמסרה כתבת חדשות החוץ רומי פרידמן בניין ברחובות פונה בעקבות תלונות של דיירים על סדקים בקומת הקרקע. כוחות כיבוי אש פינו את דיירי הבניין בין הארבע קומות ברחוב אהוד אולינסקי בעיר, ובתום בדיקה של מהנדס בכיר שהוזעק למקום, הוחלט כי אין כל בעיה במבנה, והדיירים הורשו לחזור לביתם. כתבנו בן נצר מזכיר שלפני כשבוע קרס בניין מגורים בחולון, ובימים האחרונים פונו בנימין בבני ברק ובקריית שמונה. מחשש לקריסה. 
ארבעה גברים מבלקברן שבצפון אנגליה נעצרו השבוע לאחר שקראו קריאות אנטישמיות בהפגנה בלונדון בתקופת מבצע שומר החומות. נגד הארבעה הוגשו כתבי אישום בגין הסתה לגזענות והם יופיעו בפני בית המשפט בתחילת השבוע הבא. מתחמי בדיקות הקורונה של פיקוד העורף ושיבא טארגט יפעלו היום במתכונת מצומצמת עד ארבעה אחרי הצהריים בעקבות החג. בארבעה מתחמים ימשיכו הצוותים לעבוד עד עשר בלילה, בצומת גולני בכיכר רבין, בספורטק ירושלים ובבאר שבע. כתבנו לענייני בריאות שי פרידמן מוסר כי צוותי הדיגום יתוגברו על מנת לצמצם עומסים במתחמי הבדיקות. מזג האוויר ההכבדה בעומס החום, ולסיום, חג שמח מחיילי... ומחיילות צה"ל שיעבירו את ערב החג במוצבים השונים ברחבי הארץ. אני גמליאל, ואני נועם דה פז, ואנחנו מפקדות קורס מיירטים כיפת ברזל, מאחלות לכם חג שמח. אנחנו חיילי חטיבה כפיר, גדוד וכיפת, פלוגת הפרחות, מאחלים לכם חג שמח, והמוצב בכוכב יעקב. חג שמח גם מאיתנו, אלה החדשות.
JM in the AM, starting out the hour with a couple of great ones from Yaakov Shweki on an Erev Yom Tov. Monday morning, Erev Sukkis 5782. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Tufshin Samich. No, Tufshin Peibet. Oh, God. I know why I said Tufshin Samich. That's funny. I was working on some audio material yesterday from Tufshin Samich. Or from the Tufshin Samich decade. But we're now at Tufshin Pei. Tufshin Pei Bays is the official year. 5782. On this Erev Sukkot, Harry Rothenberg has a message for Erev Sukkot for us on a Monday morning Erev Sukkot at JM in the AM. Quite a few years ago, when we were living in our old house, we had purchased a new house up the block and we were renovating it, the house that we currently live in. And rather than building a deck and then going out later for the next year and buying a sukkah, I figured I'm going to go to the local sukkah store figure out what size sukkah I want, and then build the deck based on that. So I did that, I was very excited about it, and that night I went to say goodnight to my daughters, who at the time were probably 10 and 8 years old, and sukkahs for that year was only a few days away. So I said to them, girls, this year we're going to be in our sukkah on our driveway outside our house. But next year, where are we going to be? Meaning, in our new sukkah, up the block? And they immediately, without any hesitation, said, in Yerushalayim, in Jerusalem, of course, because we say all the time, L'shana haba Yerushalayim, next year in Jerusalem. We don't say next year up the block. So I felt like a fool. But I realized a number of years later that as ridiculous as it sounds and as accidental as it was, I may not have been totally off base. We all know how embassies work. They offer protection. Someone makes it inside the doors of an embassy, and the host country typically, due to treaties or agreements, won't go in to drag them out, to arrest them. They're protected. And in some rare instances, there's even extraterritoriality, where a person, a member of the diplomatic mission, or an item, the diplomatic pouch, may be considered as if that person or that object is actually in the country that owns the embassy not in the host country where the person is standing at that moment or the pouch or package is. And some commentators say that's exactly how it works on the sukkah's holiday. No matter where you are in the world, you step inside a sukkah and it's as if you're in Israel. Now, I don't want to get a bunch of voicemails and texts and emails and WhatsApp messages and owls through my window asking me, how could you suggest that people don't have to go to Israel? I'm not suggesting that. Of course you should go to Israel. You should go for sukkahs. You should go any times throughout the year, early and often, whenever you can get there. Visit, and if you can, then live there. But if you can't make it to Israel for sukkahs, then at least consider that when you step into a sukkah, your own, your friends, your neighbors, you're stepping onto holy ground. It's like getting off the plane in Tel Aviv. That ground, even if it's the grass of your backyard, or the wood or composite of your deck, it's holy land. Every second you spend out there, eating, drinking, talking, sleeping, chilling, is a mitzvah. Consider that and you'll elevate your holiday. You're standing inside God's protective embrace when you're in that sukkah. You're in the holy land.
the sound of a blasting ram's horn Praise him with the harp and the lyre Praise him with the timbrel and dance around I said, praise him with the guitar, fiddle or the pipe Praise him with the sound of a crashing cymbal Cymbal crashing so loud Everything that breathes, let him praise Hashem And we all sing hallelujah
Everybody builds their soccer walls Little children decorate cutouts and pictures large and small Palm branches let a bit of light in When it's dark they even let the night in Temporary dwellings for you and me. The soul comes down from heaven and goes into the body of a baby. And every footstep that it takes is judged with yes or no, or maybe. Love and faith lets a bit of light in It's the life we find that's so exciting Temporary dwellings For you and me
them get dried very fast. Hammer's World after Yom Kippurim had to buy the Arba Minim. Sukkot days coming today. Gonna sleep in my sukkah tonight. Shalak Rock and Sukkot Nights. Tonight it begins the holiday of Sukkot. Soul Farm had Sukkot in Jerusalem. You heard Diaspora with Sukkot Shalom and Hallelujah. My thanks to Harry Rothenberg with his comments about Sukkot. Monday morning, Era of Sukkot, JM in the AM, candle lighting at 636 in New York. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Realize we are your, we are your soundtrack all day long for great Erev Yom Tov music all the way until 6.36 candlelighting time, so join us. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com, so you can be uh, up to date 
on everything that's going on. And we're back Thursday. We'll be off for two days for the holiday. We are back Tuesday. Excuse me. We're back Thursday here at JM and the AM. And I certainly hope you'll join us during our whole Hamoid programming. There's a uh, lot going on. That's for sure. A lot going on. And uh, we want to make sure you're here for our Holomoid programming. Don't forget NCSYGreatAdventure.com. NCSYGreatAdventure.com. You could use that. Uh, you could use that um, link to donate tickets for underprivileged families. Part of our Tishrei Chesed campaign. Go to NCSYGreatAdventure.com. Click on the menu on the right and uh, participate. In whatever way you can, by uh, providing tickets for families that are underprivileged and for parents, single parents, and their children. Much appreciated. That I could tell you. It's certainly much appreciated. A Sukkis classic from Shlomo Kalbach, JM in the AM. Oh, 
Manu Yakim, 
יקים לנו, את סוכת דוד הנופלת. הרחמנו יקים, יקים לנו, את סוכת דוד הנופלת. הרחמן הוא יקים לנו, את סוכת דוד הנופלת. הרחמן הוא יקים לנו, את סוכת דוד J.M. in the A.M. with Micha Gammerman and his um, Sukkot medley here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, Shlomo Kalbach HaRachamon. That's a classic Sukkot selection, Schlockrock with Sukkot Nights. Monday morning on this era of Sukkot 5782. Believe it or not, we are just uh, hours away from the start of the brand new holiday.
in this brand new year. Feel free to comment on our app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. I thank those of you who are tuning in. I thank those of you who will be tuned in all day long. This is one of those days where it's not only appropriate, but it's uh, almost a necessity for you to be surrounded by great Erev Yom Tov selections all through the day and your opportunities coming up as we will be presenting a uh, a wonderful and incredible um, NSN pre-Yom Tov playlist all through the day here on this Monday Erev Yom Tov. We're back Thursday with JM and the AM early Thursday morning. Make sure to join us for that. We're back early Thursday morning here at JM and the AM. On a Chol Hamoed Thursday. Outside of Israel, it's a two-day Yantiv. In Israel, it's a one-day Yantiv. But we will be uh, off the air for the two days as we observe the Chag, the holiday in the diaspora. A big thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors, our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman, where you could save 10% with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net. Check it out. And Seth Levitt and his entire family and the A&H family extend New Year's greetings and a Gmar to everybody. Make sure you have plenty of A&H delicious products for your Yom Tov meals over the next couple of days. You'll be glad you did. Some of them you might get at Aaron's. Yeah, it's possible. You'll be at Aaron's Casino Farms today, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be at Aaron's Casino Farms today or Thursday. And it's very possible you'll be... Uh, treating yourself to some incredibly delicious A&H products or any of the other thousands of products that Aaron's has. Remember, they have... Uh, oh, I didn't... Um, trying to see here if I have the updated holiday hours for our friends at Aaron's. Uh, do I have the updated schedule here in front of me? I know that they're going to be... Um, Open, of course, on Thursday and Friday, and open, of course, as you would suspect, Sunday and Monday, Cholomoed and Hashanah Rabbah. But they have been adding hours, oh, like crazy. They have been adding hours to make sure that the shopping experience is one of convenience for everybody in the community, like crazy. Aaron's is a kosher supermarket in Queens with an incredible selection and a... Uh, Really wonderful one-stop shop. I mean, it's everything you can imagine under one roof. And they have, every time a Yom Tov comes around, they have special holiday hours. And they have announced that today, on September the 20th, they'll be open until 4.40 p.m. And then Mutsay, uh, no, excuse me, and then Thursday, 7 to 11, Friday, 7 to 4.30, Sunday, Cholomo 8, 7 to 10, and then Hoshana Rabba 7 to 4.25. Then they're back to a regular schedule. So Aaron's Casino Farms, check them out in Queens, and of course go to casinofarms.com for information. You'll be glad you did. They've got everything under one roof. It really is pretty remarkable the way they do it. It's all there under one roof. And they wish everybody a Chag Sameach, of course. Our friends at Gaia Coffee know that tomorrow morning, a lot of people are going to be tossing Gaia Coffee brew bags into their hot water. Yeah, that's what's going to happen tomorrow morning. People are going to take a a glass of boiling hot water and they're going to toss a Gaia Coffee brew bag into that hot water. And they're going to have delicious fresh brewed coffee, all from a coffee bag. Information, go to GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A. 
Coffee.com, G-A-I-A, Coffee.com. And our friends at Gaia Coffee wish everybody a wonderful Chag. Um, Rabbi Hiesiger is going to join us from Art Scroll. He's got a brand new book. Our friends at Art Scroll remind you to always use promo code radio for your discount and for your free shipping. Always use promo code radio when you shop at Eichler's. Excuse me, when you shop at... Uh, I was, con- I was confusing shopbikers.com with artscroll.com. When you go to artscroll.com and um, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com and we'll talk about the brand new book and plenty more all coming up here at JM in the AM. So there you have it. We've got a lot going on, to say the least. We have a lot going on and uh, plenty happening. And I'm glad you're able to join us for this Erev Yom Tov edition of JM in the AM. Um, yeah, we will continue with Simcha Liner at JM in the AM.
jam in the AM. Monday morning, it's Erev Yantif, everybody. Can you believe it? It's Erev Yantif. It's Erev Sukkis. It is hard to believe it's Erev Sukkis. But in fact, it is. Sukkis begins tonight. Feels like just a few days ago that we were um, in the midst of Yom Kippur. Oh, we were a few days ago in the midst of Yom Kippur. <laughs> Here we are getting ready for the holiday of Sukkis on this Monday morning broadcast at JM and AM. Candle lighting in New York, 636. Make sure you know when things start where you are. We're off, of course, tomorrow and Wednesday. Thursday, we're back for a Cholamoid edition of JM and the AM. I certainly hope you'll be with us. Uh, we've spoken to Rabbi Yitzchak Hiziger on the air before in his many roles and many capacities at uh, Arts Girl Masora. And uh, he is, as you know, in addition to so many functions and titles um, uh, that he has over at Arts Girl, he is a, a very popular writer. In fact, the Food for Thought series, Food for Thought and uh, Food for Thought 2, are both products uh, written by Rabbi Yitzchak Hiziger. He's got a brand new book. It's called Powerful Moments. And frankly, the time between Yom Kippur and Sukkot might be some of the most powerful moments in our tradition as we get set to Bezrat Hashem sit in the Sukkah tonight. Powerful Moments, Stories to Ignite Your Spiritual Flame. Rabbi Yitzchak Hiziger, a pleasure, a Gemar Tov, and a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's an honor to be with you. Um, I don't know if we can go through the entire book, but I can certainly blame you for ruining yet another Shabbos for me. Uh, I always, <laughs> I always joke around with people who are releasing great Jewish material out there. That usually it takes at least one Shabbos afternoon for me to really dive into the material and enjoy it. So when I use the word ruin, you know I'm kidding around. Uh, it may have ruined the potential for any Shabbos afternoon sleep, but it certainly gave me a tremendous amount of inspiration. And uh, I can tell you that this past Shabbos, powerful moments led to a lot of powerful moments for me, uh, being inspired by the stories that you tell. You know, now, be, now being a veteran, Rabbi Hiesiger, being a veteran of, you know, transmitting stories, storytelling, and really deciding what to bring in terms of stories to the public, how does a story make the final cut in a book like this? What are you looking for when you want to put a story under the title of Powerful Moments? Nachum, I love the question because it's something that I grapple with all the time. Um, Baruch Hashem, at this point, having written short stories for quite a number of years, and uh, it, it, I should say that it started with a column in the Yated right. called Food for Thought, short stories every week, and by now people send me stories all the time and um, I have the privilege or the responsibility, so to speak, of deciding which stories make the cut, as you put it so aptly. And the point, I think, at the end of the day is to take a story that has a lesson. You know, some people say that, uh, or some people view the story as the main part of the equation, right. and I look at it a little differently. I, I, I look at the lesson as a validation of the story. If the story has a lesson, a takeaway, then it will make the cut. Um, and I'm looking for fresh material. And like I always say, I'm not, I wasn't the one to invent this genre of short stories 
you know, the great ones who came before me, Rabbi Krohn and others. Um, but in this book, which I'm sure you saw, many of the stories are shorter vignettes, but the common denominator is that they all have practical, down-to-earth lessons. No matter who the reader is, they could take away something that will help them be better people, help them serve Hashem better, and just overall enhance their lives with these stories. Yeah, I hear it. Uh, You don't necessarily have to get that rush when you hear a story in order for it to make the book. I know that helps, right? If it really really gets to your your kishka, so to speak, then you know the story belongs. There's no question. But but even without without that, there's criteria to make sure that you can enjoy uh, and then transmit a great story. By the way, you know, we're sitting here on Erev Sukkis, and I have to remind our audience, first of all, about our wonderful relationship with Artscroll. Everybody out there, of course, knows that Artscroll is a great corporate sponsor of our programming. I do remind everybody that when you buy Powerful Moments, which obviously if you purchase today, you'll have uh, you'll have in a few days. If you buy Powerful Moments, Rabbi Yitzchak Kiesiger, always use promo code RADIO for your discount plus free shipping. It's Rabbi Yitzchak Kiesiger's brand new Powerful Moments. But I need to point out that you, you actually have really um, uh, joined us on a perfect day to talk about this book because you include some great Sukkis stories. And some of these stories, you know, you have the, the one with Rav Shach about Kiddush, right? You know which one I'm talking about, right? Right, absolutely. And I'm, sure. saying, I'm saying to myself, that's not a great story. It's just an amazing insight from Rav Shach to open up our eyes that when we're saying Kiddush, which as you know, Rabbi Hezeger, many of us just say it tonight without really thinking about it. But if you just think about the words, it's going to change your holiday. If you think about the words during Kiddush, it's going to give you that, as it says in your story, the feeling of I want to dance. I want to get up and just, you know, recognize how joyful it is to be a member of Klal Yisrael. And I think that's a really important message going into Sukkot. Very well said. And if I'll just follow up, I believe the next story in the book yep. is, an, is an interesting story about someone, Yid Reb Yaakov Katz, who happens right. to live in Lakewood where I do, right. who actually traveled from Lakewood when he heard that the forecast one year before Sukkot was it involved rain, and he may not be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Sukkah the way he wanted to. He actually traveled three hours north right. to his daughter to his daughter in Fallsburg to spend the yomtiv there. And again, the 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 point of that story is the message of doing whatever we could to fulfill a mitzvah, and um, and you know it's messages like that that the regular person, quote unquote to do the extraordinary. It doesn't have to be a gadol, and there are many stories in the book about great Torah leaders, both men and women, but the message that I want people to take away is that no matter who you are, man, woman, child, no matter what your age, what demographic, you could make a difference, and um, both personally, both communally, and hopefully that message comes across. And in a story like that about Rabbi Katz, who Mm -hmm. traveled, Significantly, in order to fulfill a mitzvah, there he is, a quote-unquote regular person who could, you know, do something that was really out of the ordinary. Yeah, no question about it. Rabbi Hezeger is with us live via telephone. I'm recommending the book Powerful Moments, Stories to Ignite Your Spiritual Flame. Go to artscroll.com. By the way, I'll tell you another thing. I mean, obviously we're focused on Sukkot. If I'm speaking to Erev Hanukkah, we do your Hanukkah stories, you know. But, but we're focused on Erev Sukkot. And one of the greatest frustrations people have, no, you know, no secret, one of the greatest frustrations people have 
uh, is the price of Yuntif. And when it comes to Sukkot specifically, the price of a Luluvit Esrig can be a little bit steep. But you cited I, – I, where did you hear this story from? Did this come from Anasha Miller, the story about Rabbi David Rosenberg? Yes, it originally came from my good friend, Rabbi Menasha Miller. He's actually a, a committee man here sure. in Lakewood. And and, and, uh, and and you know one of the look. I'm sure you got. I'm sure you spent part of your day yesterday shopping like the rest of us. <laughs> and, and you absolutely. know, and you know what it's like spending erev yontem, and you know what it's like ordering love and a srogim for everybody in your family. So Rabbi Rosenberg goes ahead. He spends no doubt, right? We we're estimating based on the way the story goes. We're estimating he spends hundreds of dollars on a lulav and esrog. But when his son asks him what he spent, he said he spent a mere. $75, and the rest went for Tzorche Yontif. The rest went for the needs of the holiday. Rabbi Hiesinger, why did this story make it into the book? It's just such a great lesson mm. in how to give tzedakah and how to help others. Yep. It's not always so much what we do, but how we do it. So the portion of money that Rabbi David Rosenberg had spent, you know, what we would say was, you know, with within or beyond his range for an Esrig was simply a way of, of helping another Yid. In this case, it was the Esrig seller, the Esrig dealer. And, uh, you know, like I write in the book, something to the effect, what more beautiful way to help a fellow Jew than to give him money for yeah. what he's selling. Yeah. You know, it's not just giving him a handout, yeah. but it's actually buying what he's selling. And uh, I appreciate that you referenced that story, especially at this time of year. And I like like all the stories that I write. I really try to verify them, and and this story I actually verified with the Rosenberg family. So, um, yeah, one of my favorites. Thank you. And it's funny because I, I spent some time a Matzei Shabbos in Flatbush, and I spent some time yesterday in Crown Heights. There are a lot of people selling love and Estrogam. I'm sure the same thing is going on down in Lakewood, right? There are a lot of sellers. So there are a lot of Absolutely. people there are a lot of people who need a Pardusa this time of year. You know, I, I, it's interesting because sometimes the Estrig and Lulav dealers get a bad rap. Yep. You know, uh, as as far as prices and things like that. But obviously they're just trying to make a living like like all of us. And uh and the idea that someone is thinking out of the box and worrying about the next person's parnasa and giving it to them covered in an honorable way is a lesson that any of us could take. No you know, question. it's giving the it's giving the, the merchant, the vendor, an extra dollar or two, you know, so that he has uh you know, over here was a significantly more right. significantly greater amount of money. But it's our ability uh of Lahu Hispanisuzumizu of helping each other financially and that, come on, that's a lesson that any of us could learn and instill in our children and uh, apply ourselves. And, and you know, it's Erev Yontif. We've been doing our Tishrei, what started as Elul, and now Tishrei Chesed campaign, asking people to do nice things for others before tonight, before the Yontif starts. Could be financial or otherwise. I mean, some people just need a few dollars. Some people just need a little bit of extra money. And I know that growing up and obviously uh, getting to a certain age, as you just said before, we have a certain impression of those who are selling love and a strogum. but the bottom line is it's you know think about how to love and a strogum get to those tables in all the jewish communities and get to the places in the stores where they're going to and, and and end up you know being delivered to your home 
you know, th- there are a lot worse things that we're spending money on that I could say. <laughs> I've gotten to the, well said. Yeah, I've gotten to the age where I could say we're spending money on a lot worse things and love them and a stroke and helping people in that industry uh, stay um, uh, stay above water financially. Um, Rabbi Hiesiger is with us live via telephone. By the way, we should mention with the brand new book, Powerful Moments, as much as I'm focusing on Sukkis and people are probably getting the idea that the book is separated into holidays or sections with the partios, you know, chronologically, because again, I've been concentrating on the fact that you have some stories that are perfect for an era of Sukkis. The reality is you separated the stories into moments, moments of faith, Torah, providence, character, guidance, perspective, purity, humility, unity, warmth, Kiruv, and many others. How did you choose these uh, categories to be the list of um, of categories for this book? So it, it's it's interesting. I wanted topics that are relevant to people. I want people who you know part of the short story genre is um, there are rabbanim, rabbis, others, rabbeim, people who speak who very often turn to these types of books for stories. Right. And whether you're speaking at a Shevabrachis or you're speaking at a gathering in your shul, people very often need stories on various topics. And this way we divided it into these topics to help people kind of, you know, quantify and organize it. Uh, but what's nice about the book is that really you could open up to any page and there will be a story there that you could read. You don't have to read it in order. Some are shorter, some are a bit longer, but there are over 200 stories in this book. And we, as you saw, Nachum, we dressed up the book with beautiful pictures of many of the protagonists in the book, kind of brings the stories to life. And the feedback has been phenomenal. Baruch Hashem, right now before Yantif, it's a busy time. People need reading material, and people are going out and buying the book, and it's a tremendous honor. And I will add one other thing. You mentioned my employment at ArtScroll. Right. This is my first book to publish with ArtScroll being at ArtScroll. The first two books that I put out were prior to my employment at ArtScroll. And just being there at ArtScroll and seeing the amount of work and effort that goes into it and the perfection, the eye for, for, for perfection from Rabbi Zlotowicz and Rabbi Brander and Rabbi Sherman and the rest of the phenomenal team, was really, really inspiring and and quite humbling, I may say. Very nice. Well, it's a good team over there. We know it. By the way, folks, uh, we keep talking about Arts Girls' website. There are a lot of people who are going to be visiting Judaica stores today. A lot of people. I myself might be in a Judaica store today. Uh, a lot of people like to go Erev Yuntif. A lot of accoutrements for Sukkot are still nece- for for the holiday of Sukkot are still necessary and uh, and needed and wanted. Uh, if you're in a store today, pick it up. Powerful moments or Yitzchak Kiziger. It's an Arts Girl production. An art scroll publication, powerful moments, stories to ignite your spiritual flame. It's nothing like a great story on Yuntif, and there are many great ones in this. All right, we can't go through all the stories, but I gotta before I let you go to my Hezger, I gotta ask you about Rabar and Leib Sitter. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I take I take um, great interest in things like this. That the Rabar and Leib uh, Steinman was actually willing to part with his well used sitter, and you can imagine how much of a keepsake it would be for him. If he felt, because he felt that the person asking for it would be inspired and it would add to their own spiritual experience, how did you verify this story? So this story I actually heard from Rip Shlemmer Zalman Friedman, who's a neighbor of mine, a Rav, 
and he's the one who verified it with the uh, home, so to speak, of Rav Steinman, the people close to him. But it's another incredible story where an individual like Rav Steinman, who lived not for himself, but for Hashem and for others, you know, for him, it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, yeah. here it is a monumental, sentimental item, you yeah. would think. Yeah. And if it's going to bring someone else happiness, fulfillment, inspiration, no big deal. You know, perhaps for the regular people like us, you know, it would it would be a difficult parting. Yeah, I'm debating if I would with... give up my sitter, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, when you when you live for a higher purpose, Everything is available to help others. There's, there's no you don't keep anything for yourself. That's true. And that's the way Rebaran Leib lived his life. And that story is just a demonstration of that. But I'll tell you interesting, people ask me, you know, what's your favorite story in this particular book? Yeah. And I, I can't say I have one favorite story because there are so many. And it's funny when I when I share with people, sometimes my favorites are actually small anecdotes. There's a story towards the end of the book about a Dr. Bernard Dickman. Right. He was a brilliant professor, a mathematician, and there was a short story that his son told me after Dr. Dickman and his sister were sitting shiva. They lived in Sheepshead Bay in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And the last person had come for the night to be Menachem Avel. And as soon as the person left, realizing that no one else was coming, Dr. Dickman's sister went to turn off the lights like any, anyone else would do. And Dr. Dickman stopped her and told her, wait a few minutes. And she responded. She said, what do you mean? But no one else is coming to be Menachem Abel. Why shouldn't I turn off the lights? Right. And Dr. Dickman imparted such an important lesson. He said, the person who just left is going to leave the building. They're going to pass the window of our apartment. And if they see the lights off, <laughs> they're going to think that they stayed too late and kept us up. Because, <laughs> after all, we just turned the lights off as soon as they left. All right. So Dr. Dickman said, leave the lights on for a few more minutes until this person drives away so that he won't feel bad. Pretty basically, ab- that's brilliant in Ben Adam thinking about something. Who would ever think about, yet yeah, turn off the lights, not turn off the lights. A story like that, to me, is worth its weight in gold. And this book, thank God, has dozens of such stories with lessons that we could say over at the Shabbos table, that if we're a teacher, we could say over in the classroom, if we're a speaker, we could impart to, to an audience with lessons in the way we treat others. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an anecdote like that that, to me, really talks to my heart. Yeah. Uh, one of the best things about being people of faith is the sensitivity we have toward others, frankly. And that's a great story in that area. Really, really great. Uh, Rabbi Hezegar, I wish you mazel tov. On the book, I'm highly recommending Powerful Moments. Powerful Moments, Stories to Ignite Your Spiritual Flame. Rabbi Yitzchak, he's a girl in Arts Girl. Please go to artsgirl.com or your local Judaica store. Today's a good day to do that since so many people will be shopping. And make sure to pick up Powerful Moments. I take this opportunity to wish you a good a wonderful Yuntif, uh, Rabbi Hezegar, from all of us here at JM in the AM. A good to you. Thank you again, Nachum, for a few minutes. Thank you for all you do, and have a wonderful Yamtif. Appreciate that very much. Pick it up, folks. Rabbi Yitzchak Kiesinger, powerful moments. A lot of great stories and a lot of great sensitivity. Maybe that's the best thing. Maybe that's the best theme for this Yamtif for our uh, 
for the parents and children out there. Talk about being sensitive toward others, especially as we continue to live in a world where sensitivity toward others does not seem to be a priority. Baruch Hashem, in our tradition, it is a major priority. Baruch Hashem. Candlelighting 636 in New York. 636 candlelighting time. On this era of Yom Tov, we're back Thursday morning, of course, here at JM and the AM. This time, each and every Friday, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, on a Monday era of Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudin speaks to us about the upcoming holiday of Sukkot. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. Wow, what a special day today is. Today is the Erev Yom Tov, where we are ushering in tonight, Mitz Hashem, Zman Simchaseinu, the Yom Tov of real happiness and joy. A word, a word or two about the Hashkafa of Sukkot first, then we'll get to some of the Halachos, and then we'll try to once again, take, if we have a chance at the end, a little bit more hashkafa of the Yom Tov. If someone were to ask, really, what is Sukkot and why is it coming after Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? So there's no question. The tour gives one answer why Sukkot comes when it does in the fall to show that our going into the Sukkah is not because we're looking to go into our, quote, summer homes but ra- or bungalows, but rather we are doing it for the sake of the mitzvah. This is the time of the year that people are beginning to pack up and leave their summer homes, and that's exactly when we go into ours. But there is, and I believe we should understand, an integral connection between Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. There's no question that on Rosh Hashanah, that literal New Year's resolution that we had first, on Rosh Hashanah, we coronate Hashem. We declare His sovereignty. We declare ourselves to be Avodim. We are not just Bonim, not just literally proud children of Hashem, but Avodim, servants of Hashem, prepared to do whatever He says. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, we scrutinize our actions of this past year. Tell me, was I a good Eved or not? And I resolve, I have harata regret for that which I was not that good servant, my commitment to being that good servant of Hashem. And now, ta-da, ta-da-da-da-da-da, what is Sukkot? Sukkot is the actualization of the commitment of Yom Kippur. In other words, on Yom Kippur we prioritized what is more important and what is less important. And therefore, the Talmud teaches us at the beginning of the Gemara Sukkah, what is the Sukkah? Tsei mi diras keva, get out of your homes. 
which you think give you all the security, which you think is so important that you've invested so much money in the purchase, in the upkeep, etc. And say, Bediras Arai, and go into a temporary dwelling, one that you realize your complete and total dependence on Hashem, because as you know, the schach on the sukkah, which is the primary part of the sukkah, which is made from, quote, vegetation, which has to be detached, and something which is not makabel tumor. Now listen carefully. There cannot be so much schach on the roof that it would make the sukkah impervious to the rain, meaning that the schach cannot be dense enough to provide protection from a heavy rain. The rain must come through. Basically, the sukkah reminds us that we are under his protection. Hashem is the one that gives us this protection. That is the essence of the sukkah. And why is this zaman simchasenu? Because a person realizes what real simcha is. And real simcha is not, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have a nice kitchen, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have nice appliances, yes, but everything has to be put in the proper perspective. Simcha Seinu is that a person is Lifnei Hashem. Wow. And therefore, Sukkot is that beautiful transition whereby we actually get to live and we eat and ideally, as we'll see, sleep as well depending on the circumstance, etc. Lifnei Hashem, because as the Talmud teaches us, and then we'll have a chance to talk about, the Shem Shamayim, literally the Shekhinah, resides upon our Sukkah. Wow! And this, too, a little bit is a nutshell. Why is it Sman Simchasenu? Well, there's no sinner, hatred, kinah, jealousy, if one realizes that there's something a little bit more important than this world, namely the next world. But how do I get to the next world? By fulfilling the Torah in this world. And the sukkah is just that, that beautiful reminder to me. And before we get to the halachos, let's remind ourselves that the Chofetz Chaim, Sadik Levracha, who lived in Radin, had very meager furniture. So once a rather wealthy individual passing through when he was in the rather meagerly furnished home of the Chafetz Chaim, asked, Rebbe, where is your furniture? So the Chafetz Chaim asked him in return, tell me, where is yours? Ah, my furniture is in Varsha. But I'm just passing through. Said the, that's why I don't have it with me now. Said the Chavetz Chaim, I'm also just passing through. This is the realization that we should have. We're all just passing through. Again, after the week of Sukkot, go and enjoy your nice house. But prioritize what is more important and what is less important. Okay, with that, let's understand that we start tonight the... Uh, mitzvah of yeshiva 
Pasukah. But before we even get there, and I'll explain to you why in a few moments, we learn from the Gzeira Shava, Tezvav, Tezvav. Just as the Torah says that Sukkot is on Chamisha Asar Yom, the 15th day of the 7th month. And Pesach is on the 15th day of the 1st month. Many of the halachos, including one, I must eat matzah on the night of the Pesach Seder. I must eat in the sukkah tonight. Talking about men. Women, by all means, could, should, if they can, accompany their husbands, or if they have access to a sukkah, by all means, eat there. But a man is obligated, a woman is not. It's a misasatious mangrama. And so, therefore, a man is obligated to eat in the sukkah tonight. And just as the matzah has to be eaten when it's definitively night, so too you have to eat in the sukkah tonight when it is definitively night. And as the Shulchan Aruch says that on Erev Pesach, we don't want you eating much in the afternoon, so you'll have a healthy appetite for the matzah, so too the Ramah writes, you should have a healthy appetite for eating in the sukkah this evening. Okay, now, very simply, understand that there is a mitzvah, the Torah says, to reside in the sukkah for seven days. And as the Shulchan Aruch says in Simon Tofresh Lametes, 639, paragraph 2, Ochlim, we eat, Shosim, and we drink, V'yashenim, and we sleep in the sukkah, Kol Shiva, Bimbayom, Bimbalayla. Now, very simply, the idea behind this is that the Torah says, Basukos Teshvu Shivas Yomim, you are to reside in the sukkah for seven days. And the rabbis tell us, Teshvu Ka'ing Teduru, you live in the sukkah as you live in the home. And therefore, as you live in the home, you eat and sleep, so too ideally in the sukkah. Now, married men from the letter of the law are exempt because of the fact that normally when one is at home, they sleep in the same room as their wife, and most often the sukkah does not allow for that to happen, uh, privacy, modesty, etc. So she is his exemption, should he want, from the sukkah. However, if a person takes a nap during the day on Yom Tov, bring the mattress, put it on the table, and take the nap in the sukkah where you're supposed to do, and not in the house. Now, one should eat and drink, listen carefully, only in the sukkah. However, one can eat outside the sukkah. The Shulchan Aruch tells us even a piece of bread the size of a the, the uh, quantity of an egg, okay, but nothing more than that, basically a nash, and you can drink water, have fruit, vegetables outside the sukkah. However, if your sukkah is close by, so even to take a glass of water, if it's just a few steps, by all means, you should do it. As the Shochach says, Hareza Meshubach. Okay, however, listen carefully now. A uh, meal or a tafshil, a food, made from the, any one of the five um, grains, right? Interesting, the same five grains that we're talking about with, you know, matzah and chametz, namely wheat, barley, rye, spilt, and oats. This requires sukkah. And ideally, once again, if a person 
can um, eat everything in the sukkah. Hare ze meshubach. Good. Now listen carefully. Tonight in the sukkah, it's a special mitzvah based upon that. It's a chovah, it's an obligation, says the Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, first thing, think for a moment. Neighbors, friends who don't have a sukkah, invite them tonight to make sure that they have an opportunity to fulfill the biblical mitzvah of eating in the sukkah. All right? Good. Um, now, there's an interesting machlokas, how much one has to eat tonight. That according to the Machaber, the Rambam, Machaber follows the Rambam, the Rush, it is sufficient to have tonight in the sukkah even a kezayis, because we learn it out from matzah, which is even a little bit less than a kebetzah. However, follow, if you can, the shita of the ritva and others that say no, tonight as well, one should have minimally the size of a kibetza. So take a nice piece of challah tonight, eat it slowly, you don't have to lean to the left when you're eating it, but eat it slowly and keep in mind everybody, no K-N-O-W, why you're eating in this sukkah. Interesting, the laws of sukkah begin in a very unusual way. What does that mean? It means that normally you find all the halachos. Here, the laws of sukkah begin by telling us why. Why you're sitting in the sukkah. And the machaber follows, once again, the opinion of the Rambam, follows Rabbi Eliezer in the Gemara and says, Ah, do you want to know why you are sitting in the sukkah? You're sitting in the sukkah to remember, listen carefully now, the Ananei Kavod the special clouds of glory that HaKadosh Baruch Hu enveloped the Jewish people in the desert and very, very important. Listen carefully now. Says the Machaber in Tafresh Chafei 625. You, why do we... He quotes the Pasuk. Because Hashem caused us to reside. We are to remember the clouds of glory that it was not hot by day, not cold by night. In other words, my friends, a very interesting halacha, which doesn't apply tonight, according to most, but applies the rest of the week of sukkahs. Very important. Mitzta'er, if a person is uncomfortable, so what is the din? You're put it from the sukkah. Why is that? If you don't like the cardboard, I mean the matzah, you have to eat it anyway on the night of Pesach. Why all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a little too cold, oh, yeah, yeah, a little too hot. Why are you from the letter of the law exempt? And the answer is, Remember, my friends, when I say sukkah, you say five-star hotel. What does that mean, five-star hotel? Even in a five-star hotel, when you put your laundry out at nighttime, I don't think you get it back fresh in the morning. You might get it back fresh 24 hours later. Here, you got it fresh in the morning. The Ananekavod literally ironed and pressed, washed, pressed, ironed their clothing overnight. The shoes grew overnight. And... Like I said, air conditioning by day, heat by night. And so if you're going to be uncomfortable in the sukkah, you're going against the very grain. And therefore, Baruch Hashem, in this tri-state area, they're predicting nice weather. I hope wherever you're listening, it's not going to R-A-I-N. But very quickly, if it were to R-A-I-N on the night 
of Sukkot's first night tonight, listen carefully, you would wait a half an hour, and then if it's still raining, you put on your raincoat, and what's in your hand? Your cup, and with a bottle of wine, go in the sukkah, and make sukkah, make kiddush in the rain. And, listen carefully, you're going to say a shechayonu, you're not going to make a leshe basuka, but you are going to say a shechayonu for the Yom Tov, and you're going to go in the house and wash. What's in your hand? The plastic bag. What's in the plastic bag? A piece of what? Challah. You're going to sit in the sukkah in the rain and make a bracha of hamotzi. You're not going to make a leshe basuka. Ah, if it stops raining later, come out and make the leshe basuka on a piece of challah. Okay, and this is only true on the first night Okay, not on the second. Hopefully it won't rain in either night, etc. We should enjoy the sukkah. Okay, very quickly, just to uh, remind ourselves, the sukkah is, I told you before, that the shechina is on it. And so therefore, during sukkahs, I come by and uh, you say, uh, would you like to play ping pong? Not really, but okay, where do I... No problem, I'm going to take the... No, no, you can't take the panels down. That the sukkah itself is huksaw limitzvaso. And so is today. We have plastic fruits on the... I grew up, we had actual fruit. If you were sitting in the sukkah and an, ap, and an apple came down, you can't eat that apple. Why not? Because it's all huktsa limitzvaso. It's muktsa. An interesting term, the use of the word. What does that mean? It's there and it's an integral part of the quote-unquote structure, which remains muktsa until, um, you know, simchas Torah. Okay, now, let's get back over here. The idea is that we treat the sukkah with respect, so much so that very often if I have a plastic tablecloth, etc., and I'm rolling it up, taking it, don't bring the garbage pail into the sukkah, take the garbage out of the sukkah and, you know, to the entrance and put the pail there, etc. Again, little things, but these little things speak um, very significant uh, messages about how we relate to the sukkah. Um, Let's understand that once again, um, enjoy it. Enjoy the sukkah. Tomorrow morning, okay, we take the Arba Minim, the Esrog, the Lulav, Hadassim, and Aravos. Okay, here we go. The uh, Lulav, with the spine facing you, I place my three Hadassim, the three Myrtle, okay, which should be Mishulashim, to my right. These are ready. I can't. I put it together uh, this afternoon, okay, before Yom Tov. And my two Aravos willows to the left. My Esrog. You ready, my friends? You pick it up, please, God, with the pitome, or if it grew without a pitome, down in that. Uh, why? Because Mida'agbe, from the letter of the law, as soon as you pick it up, you satisfy the mitzvah. So we make the bracha. You ready? With the pitom down tomorrow morning, two brachos, al natilas lulav, and then shechianu, and listen carefully. The minog Yisrael is to shake east in front of you, to your right, behind you, to your left, up and down. Okay, here we go. Many have the minog to recite the bracha on the esrog and lulav to bench esrog in the sukkah, and others know, wait, right before Halil, where right before, in all the sedurim, right before Halil, you have the bracha for the 
esrogen lulav, the arbaminim. Why? Because we're going to use it within the halel. Hodul Hashem Kitov, Kilam Chazdo, we're going to shake the lulav, and we're going to, come on, um, shake it for on Hashem Hoshiana. The esrogen lulav represents kolatzmosai tomarna, I'm in. All my body, all my different parts, the different parts that are symbolized by the Arbaminim, all different Jews as together miss this true simcha on this occasion. Musaf tomorrow and throughout the week is followed by the Hoshanos, whereby we <clears throat> once again are praying for a good, healthy, rainy season for Eretz Yisrael and once you have rain for Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ramban writes, sends it to the rest of the world as well. There's so much to, to say about Sukkos, but let me just once again conclude with the Dovra Melech says, the Am Nivra Yahalil Ka. What does that mean? That a nation that has been, quote, recreated. And when was that? On Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We're given another lease on life. We praise Hashem. We do so with the Esrogen Lulav. We do throw with the Sukkah. It's a man, Zaman Simchasenu, a time of true joy. Make it so by inviting to your Sukkah, A, those who don't have, and those people that are alone, that they shouldn't be alone. They should be with company. Very, very significant that one should, quote-unquote, reach out, especially at this time, and have people and guests in your sukkah with you. Yes, make sure they're vaccinated, fine, do everything properly, but come on, we can't allow something called a pandemic to disturb our real Simchas Yom Tov. Use caution, do it right, etc. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum, Stacy, and family, and all our family of JM in the AM to appreciate this very, very special Yom Tov. I wish everybody a good Yom Tov. Let it be a true Zman Simchasenu for all. Jom Tov to all. We shall 
Shano, the man who boy, 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 the man who boy,
Well, that's the Yeshiva Boys. You knew we'd get to the original. Oh, you knew we'd get to the original, of course. <laughs> you heard the Yeshiva Boys, your Yoni Z and Shlomo Katz with their Hosanna, and Kesher with the Samachta Bechagecha. Shayam in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and AlchemySingle.com and the AlchemySingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible week here at JM in the AM. Very short week, of course. Uh, we're back Thursday. Make sure to join us. Keep it here all day long for amazing selections before we get to Yuntif tonight. Candlelighting in New York, 636. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Enjoy the sukkah. Enjoy you love him and astrogim. Enjoy the holiday, everybody. The beauty of being together and enjoying our incredible tradition. And um, we're back, Bezrat Hashem, on Thursday, Cholomoy, day one in the diaspora, 
day two in Israel here at JM in the AM. Have a wonderful Chag, Chag Sameach, and a good yard to all. Until Thursday, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 